0: What's up, legends? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. And Tonight, I am coming to you from Adelaide. It is just after midnight here, and um, I actually flew over to Adelaide today to spend a bit of time uh, with my friends from Massive Joe's. Um, I had a training session tonight with Joe and Neve and we went and grabbed some dinner and we're going to spend a bit of time tomorrow at their HQ here in Adelaide Um, and we're also going to record a podcast for their show Um, so I'll make sure I share that link out on my social media and whatnot once that's done Um, also going to uh, just as I said have a look around their HQ and just talk shop with these guys Um, very, very smart guys and, and genuine people that I have thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with so far. So, um, But it is Tuesday. Well, it was Tuesday a few minutes ago. And the podcast comes out on Tuesday, so that means that we need to get it done. Because when we say we're going to do something, we fucking do it. So in saying that, I uh, I have a good podcast for you guys today. I think it's good anyway. I think it's going to provide you guys with some value. Um, we're going to cover a couple of different topics on today's show. So if you do enjoy the show and get some value from the content that I share with you today, please do take a screenshot and post it up on your Instagram story for me um, and tag me in. I'd love to get your feedback from today's episode. Uh, If you don't use Instagram or you don't want to share on your story, that is fine also. Um, Within the next 30 minutes, please do go and tell a friend, a work colleague, a family member about the episode if you did enjoy it, so we can share it with more people and uh, more people can get some value from what I have to say, hopefully. Well, that's the plan anyway. So. Hope you're having a fantastic week so far. I've got so much good content coming out over the next few weeks. I'm genuinely really excited, um, especially after the last few weeks, which has already been pretty epic anyway. So, hope you're enjoying the episodes um, as of late, but there is plenty more to come. So, what I'm going to start off today's episode with is, I guess, three things that you do not want to be doing in the gym. Now, I actually shared this with my email list a week or so ago and got a really good response because... We often talk about the things that you should be doing in the gym in terms of your training and your cardio and whatnot and we talk about nutrition and what you should be doing with your nutrition but there's so many things that we shouldn't be doing that a lot of people are doing. That I want to kind of clear up and make sure you guys aren't making that mistake because chances are some of you have or are making the mistake at the moment, and I would have made it as well. I made every mistake under the buddy sun, uh, and I want to, I want you guys to avoid that and save the time, effort, and uh, and disappointment that I got. And I'm sorry about that. I just got a a message on my phone, but we don't we don't care about that too much because it is after midnight, and um and I'm extremely tired, and I probably won't even make much sense. So. The three mistakes or the three things you do not want to be doing in the gym, number one is lifting to impress others, other people and anyone other than yourself to be perfectly honest. Now, we like to call this ego lifting and um, let's be honest guys, everybody's seen someone do it in the gym, you may have done it yourself, I've definitely done it Um, and, and what I mean by that is going in and just lifting weights that you you just don't have the capacity to lift. Whether or not your form is not good enough, whether or not you're not confident enough to do it, or whether or not you just aren't at the level where you can be lifting that weight. And more often than not, it's a case of people not being able to lift with perfect form or proper form and still trying to perform an exercise with a certain weight and it's just ridiculous. And you know, it, it is ego lifting because ego gets the better of us in the gym and uh, we want to impress others around us so we see weight on the bar and someone else just did it so we feel like we need to do it. But in the end of the day, you're only harming yourself, whether it be an injury that you may get, um, whether it be you know, over, ta- over time just creating bad habits with your form and, and never really getting your full potential out of your sessions because it's all well and good to turn up and just, and just be at the gym. But when it comes to building lean muscle mass, when it comes to getting effective sessions and and expanding energy, we want to be doing things properly because if we're not doing it properly, then we may as well not be doing it at all. And, And I talk about a lot how important exercise execution is. So let's drop that ego lifting. If you go into the gym and you cannot lift a weight with perfect form, then reduce the weight until you can and then gradually increase it. And when we talk about progressive overload, which I've spoken about a lot on this podcast, Progressive overload can be half a kilo increase it can be one rep increase it can be half a rep increase that's still progressive overload so we you don't I don't want uh, I don't want people that are listening to the show to to kind of get the impression that when you're in the gym when I talk about making gains and making progress that it needs to be drastic just like anything else that I talk about with nutrition and training and to do with health and fitness drastic changes never last, and drastic changes are never usually the way to go in terms of making progress over time. So mistake number one and something that you don't want to be doing in the gym is lifting to impress someone other than yourself. Um, Go in there, lift within your means. By all means, when you get to the point that you can overload, make sure that you do as long as your form is good, Um, but we're not there to impress others. We're there to compete against ourselves. We're there to better ourselves and over time, progress, make progress on our own physique, um, on our own training. Um, and our enjoyment of training, and who the fuck enjoys going into the gym, lifting weight that they can't even lift, uh, and just feeling like shit, not even feeling it in the muscle groups that they're meant to be lifting just for the sake of impressing others. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that seems like a massive waste of time to me and something that I wouldn't enjoy doing. So that's mistake number one. Number two is training abs uh, at the start of a leg session. Now, I don't necessarily think training abs at the start of an upper body session is such an issue. I still, um, if I had a preference, would make everybody do most of their ab work at the end of a session, regardless of whether it's upper or lower. But in terms of being detrimental to your strength and possibly causing injury, um being, due to being fatigued on other lifts, then it's definitely more important when it comes to leg training. Um, so squats, deadlifts, lunges, basically any compound movement, um, upper or lower really, require a lot of core stability and recruitment. Um, but, but by targeting the abs before doing your lower body movements, you'll be fatiguing an extremely important link in that chain, um, whether it be squat or deadlift, especially with squats. Like when you're loading up your spine with a weight and you've already fatigued all the muscles that are surrounding your spine, then it's not rocket science. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that you're really kind of messing with danger there in terms of being too fatigued and and losing that core stability or that core pressure when doing reps and and risking injury, which is you know nobody enjoys an injury. I've I've never actually met someone that's enjoyed an injury. Um, I'm sure you guys haven't either. If you have, then they're probably quite a weird unit. Um, but especially when I when I think about Exercises such as the deadlift and squat, as I've just mentioned, Um, and and especially when you're in rep ranges that are that are the weights heavy, you're trying to lift fast, you're trying to get power. Then, if you're fatiguing your core muscles too much by doing direct ab work before your training session, um, it's only going to have a negative effect on your training. So, when we talk about doing abs work or um, doing an abs workout, I would highly recommend saving that for the end of the session in every strength training session if possible, um, but particularly with lower body training, definitely don't go and do a big abs or direct abs workout before um, you start your your session because um, it's not going to do, do you any favors. Save that stuff to the end. Save it as like the icing on the cake, the finisher. Once you've done all your core movements, your compound lifts, then you can go uh, and do those ab exercises at the end when you've already got the big stuff out of the way. So you're not risking injury and that you're getting the most out of those core lifts that, which is ultimately going to lead to progressive overload and you know strength gains, muscle gains and, and all that good stuff that we actually go into the gym for in the first place. Now, mistake number three is doing isolation movements before compound lifts. Now, this is very, very similar to what we've just talked about in terms of the ab training. And for those of you that don't know what an isolation or a compound lift is, um, an isolation movement is when we are targeting one muscle group. Usually, a, uh, it's just a single joint movement. A compound or, or big lift, as I like to refer, them, refer to them a lot, um, is when we're using multiple muscle joints or multiple muscle groups at the same time to perform a lift. So when we talk about compound lifts, we're thinking of things as squats, deadlifts, bench press, overhead press, rows, pull-downs, pull-ups, um, lunges, those are the type of lifts um, that I'm talking about when I say compound movements or big movements. When I talk about isolation exercises, which I also like to refer to as the icing on the cake, so the cake is our compound lifts, the icing on the cake is our isolation exercises or accessory movements, they're things like curls, leg extensions, hammy curls, calf raises. Those are the exercises that we want to save towards the end. So I think a big mistake that a lot of people make is they go into the gym, they have no real plan or structure around their workout and if that's something that you struggle with then I obviously have a number of different programs that you guys can can uh, try out for yourself whether that be you know through my website uh, for my female strength and fat loss program which is extremely popular and the girls are absolutely loving that at the moment or my lean mass program which you can also get through my website or my daily workouts program um, and I'm not trying to sell any of this to you guys, I'm just saying these are options that I have if you'd like to learn more about how you should structure these workouts. Um, If you do, if you want some more help with this, feel free to email me danny at dannykennedyfitness.com or just check them out on my site. But going to the gym with no structure or no plan can often lead to just a random bunch of exercises thrown together, which really makes no sense when we talk about progressing our training and making sure that the order of our exercises allows us to overload and and get the most out of that session. So you always want to start your session off with compound lifts. So let's use a leg workout, for example. We go in, we might do a Romanian deadlift, a squat and then a hip thrust. And then after that, we might go to accessory exercises such as um, you know, a split squat, some uh, leg extensions, single leg calf or hamstring work, and then our core exercises at the end. But we're getting the meat um, out of the, the way nice and early, which re- meat referring to compound movements. So, so far, I've referred to compound movements as fucking meat, big lifts, <laughs> Cake. Um, let's just stick with compound movements for now, maybe. Might be a bit easier to understand um, for all you guys. But um, that's mistake number three that I think a lot of people can change with their training and see some pretty big differences in terms of their results, with, especially with strength, but also with muscle gain. Uh, you know, hypertrophy is that the order of the exercises needs to be something considered and making sure that you're doing your compound lifts first. You're putting all your energy into those lifts, and and not only just for strength and hypertrophy, but also for reducing the risk of injury. Similar to, like I said before, about the abs work. Um, And then finishing the session off with the isolation and the accessory exercises. Um, That's where we're going to get our volume as well. Um, A lot of the time, we'll kind of get the lower reps and the higher intensity in terms of the higher weight, the heavier weight earlier in this session with the compound lifts, and then we might reduce the weight a little bit and increase the reps, so really bumping up the volume with those uh, those isolation movements. So they're the three mistakes that I think a lot of people can change straight away as of today, as of you know, listening to this podcast right now um, and see a, a drastic improvement in their training and, um, and performance in the gym. Now, part two of this podcast, I'm just going to grab a quick drink first sitting here sipping on my mineral water, Cappy. If, if any of you guys ever drank Cappy mineral water, um, Pitsy, a good friend of mine, a, a client of mine, actually started Cappy um, and they got some really good drinks and that's just a side note and that is a, a result of doing the podcast after midnight. So you are welcome. Um, now, part two of this podcast, as I was just about to say before I decide to have a drink, um, is... I wanted to talk about cardio and muscle gain or, you know, the fear a lot of people have about muscle loss um, when doing cardio when they're trying to, when they're in a gaining phase or trying to make make muscle gain, uh, people are often afraid of doing cardio with the fear that they will lose muscle mass from doing too much cardio. Now, here's what I have to say uh, about that. So, look, put it this way, I think... <sighs> what's the best way to put it? So, when we talk about cardio, guys, if you're doing, what's a better way to put it? Let me, I'm just trying to think. Okay. So, if, if you're, unless you're doing like fucking marathon training where you're doing a shitload of cardio, um, let's say you're running five, six days a week, a lot, a lot of Ks, then yes, you may be you know, risking losing muscle mass, but 100% making it extremely hard to put on muscle mass, and here's the reason why. Because, one, you're expending a lot of energy, so it's going to be hard to eat enough calories to be in a surplus to gain weight and gain muscle mass, and two, if you're doing that much cardio, you're most likely not progressively overloading with your training. So that's like the first reason why I wouldn't recommend doing an excessive amount, but What I am going to say is that cardio does not equal muscle loss just as cardio does not equal fat loss. And what I mean by that is in a gaining phase, it's perfectly fine to be doing cardio. And in fact, I do more cardio when I'm trying to gain muscle mass than I do when I'm trying to lose fat because I purely enjoy it. But where we need to be careful is if we're doing excessive amounts um, of cardio, which is going to have an effect on one, not being able to eat enough calories to be in a surplus, Two, having an effect on our recovery between strength training to make sure we're progressively overloading or three, just doing too much muscle damage and not giving our body a chance to recover um, and actually repair and grow. But for the majority of the time, guys, if you are in a gaining phase, there's no reason to be scared of doing cardio because if as long as you're eating in a calorie surplus, as long as you're progressively overloading your training, then you will see... Results. They're the two factors that are going to be the most important thing, and we're giving ourselves enough time to recover in between these sessions to actually grow. Because we don't grow in the gym. You don't grow while you're doing your bicep curls or your squats. You grow outside of the gym. We go in, we stimulate the muscle, we break down the muscle tissue, and then we get out of the gym, we let that repair, adapt, and grow, and that's how the strength and uh, and and hypertrophy occurs. But as I was saying before, if you're trying to build lean muscle mass, then there's no reason why you can't be doing cardio, um, and I think, in my opinion, it actually has a positive effect on muscle gain if you're doing just enough cardio um, to be increasing aerobic capacity or maintaining your aerobic capacity, because you're going to be recovering quicker between sets in the gym, you're going to be recovering better between sessions in general, so in the end of the day, that's a great thing. As long as it's not having a negative effect on your performance and you're still able to eat enough calories, you're going to see results and I think you're going to see even better results if you've got a healthier aerobic capacity and a stronger aerobic capacity to recover between sets and between sessions. Now, what I also wanted to mention though is that if you are doing uh, cardio in a muscle gaining phase and that is meaning that you're expending too much energy, then it's not a good thing. Because you're not going to be getting in enough calories and a lot of people complain in the first place about not being able to eat enough in a calorie surplus to actually make muscle gains. Well, if you're then going and doing cardio, then guess what? You've just increased your energy expenditure and just as the same as it is when we're trying to lose fat, it comes down to calories in versus calories out and energy in versus energy out. If you're trying to gain mass and you're trying to gain weight but you're expending more energy than you're taking in, then it's not going to happen, man. Um, you can forget about it, okay? So as long as you'll be able to eat enough and by no means should cardio be a priority for muscle gain. Strength training should always be a priority for muscle gain, lean muscle tissue um, gain, making sure we're progressively overloading in the gym with resistance training over time. That should be our main priority. The cardio is just something that can be added in extra for enjoyment, for the increase or the improvement of our aerobic capacity Um, But in no way, shape or form, what I'm trying to get at, even I've rambled on a lot, is is cardio bad for muscle gain and it should not be something that you're afraid of unless you're doing an excessive, excessive amount of it. If you're not doing that, then yes, you will still see muscle gain if you're doing cardio, so go for it. now. I hope that this podcast has made some sense for you guys. Um, I will be recording more content this week that I cannot wait to share with you guys. This has been a short episode but I think it's valuable for a lot of people and I know um, there's going to be a lot of people that do tune into today's episode and take something away from it which is awesome. So as I mentioned at the start of the show, please do take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram story for me if you have taken some value. Um, If there's certain topics that you'd like to hear on the show, send me an email or send me a direct message on my Instagram which is at djkfitness if you have not subscribed to the show or left a review or rating if you are a subscriber then please do that for me now and i hope you're having a fantastic day i have enjoyed recording this podcast i am now going to upload this and go straight to sleep and hopefully make a lot more sense to you guys tomorrow and share some more content through my social media and my email list as always if you're not signed up to that then you can do that for free in the show notes today but thanks so much for tuning in I really do uh, appreciate all the support that you guys have been giving me for the podcast it is so fun um, to record I, I thoroughly enjoy it it leads to so many awesome opportunities including the one you know that I'm doing right now over here in Adelaide spending time with some some great people and networking and and getting to do some really cool things so thank you so much thanks so much for tuning in and I look forward to chatting to you again in the next episode